Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, we are going to cover another episode of Performance Tips, and this will be the second episode of Performance Tips. So this is going to be similar to the last one. Um, I'm trying to even make this one even a little shorter, give you some training information, some of my thoughts, whether they're new thoughts. I'm kind of repeating thoughts, packaging them up a a different way, Uh, maybe changing my tune on a couple of things. I don't know. We'll see. These are just kind of my kind of my thoughts just as of lately um, that I'm sharing with you. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So first thought of today, first performance tip is the realization that training is not suffering. So um, it's kind of like popular and trendy that, you know, motocross, when you hear about training and getting ready for the season, uh, people call it like suffer fest and you got to be willing to suffer more and things like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, love the mentality, love the attitude, love the the grit, all that kind of good stuff. But training isn't is way more than just being able to out suffer your competition. Um, many more factors go into it. Uh, when I think of suffering as a coach, I just think of people like doing stuff and, you know, just not, you know, it almost just sounds more like chaos to me. Like I almost think more sufferings like, like I think of people like going into concentration camps like World War Two. Like to me, that sounds like suffering, um, not really training for your sport. So to kind of use the word suffering with training, um, to me, I just kind of see madness. I don't really see like execution. Um, I know it's all semantics, but you know, to me, it's like, I think what we need to look at is just, you know, training should be pushing yourself. You should be able to come into the workout, whether it's easy, medium or hard and push yourself through it. You should also focus on being consistent. Like whether that's consistently going to sleep on a certain time, consistently eating breakfast, consistently eating all your meals, consistently doing your track work, your bike work, your gym work, like being consistently good, it will be good enough. Um, that's what you need. Um, it's going to be good enough to to be at least good. Not to be great, but, um, you know, we need that over suffering. And also you have to train with intent. So you can suffer all you want, but if there's no intent, like there's no direction, there's no specific approaches, approach to your training, um, you're going to just be kind of like, it's a very shotgun approach. You're just kind of like doing a bunch of stuff, trying really hard, and you just hope it works. Um, It is very, very easy to train really hard, tell yourself it's a suffer fest and you're going to suffer more than your competition and do all of the wrong things. And then you'll be going to, you know, your race season, scratching your head all around and looking to blame everybody else on the bike. Um, you know, you have to do things with intent. You has to be, you have to be able to push yourself. You have to be consistent and you have to just have like a game plan to execute. And, um, kind of my last little part here is cause we know we all talk about like kind of going in hand with like the suffering. Um, and one of my favorite books I've read, um, it's called turning pro by Steven Pressfield. I'm actually just kind of winging that. I'm looking over at my bookshelf right now. Uh, yeah, it's turning pro. I think it's by Steven Pressfield's the author. Um, it's really more about like, um, 
like a career development type of book, like how to become pro at whatever it is you do. And the one chapter I kind of took from it from like a training perspective was uh, it was this chapter of this really good, I'm not even sure who the coach is, but it was a horse trainer um, for racehorses. And the whole like little, like the philosophy of this racehorse trainer was they never, <clears throat> they, they trained their horses so that they would enjoy running so that every time they would get out to train, their horses would be excited to go and run and train. They never overworked their horses. And a lot of that like kind of spoke to me because that's really honestly how I like to try to approach my training with my athletes. Um, yeah, are we going to work hard? Are we going to push it? You know, our athletes, are we going to, um, are there going to be some sessions that, you know, you know, maybe they're, they're not, I'm not their favorite person and, and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But at the end of the day, like my goal is to like make them actually want to, to enjoy racing. I want them to make it, make it so that they're getting better. They're happy with their workouts. They're happy with their progress. And more importantly, they're happier when they ride their bike. Um, you know, whatever happier looks like in their world, it's up to them, but that's my goal. So we still push our racers, but you know, we don't sit there and be like, all right, you got out, suffer your competition. Like they already know that. And, um, you know, I think by just being able to be consistently good at pushing yourself, doing the right things and training with intent. And, and I think intent also kind of goes in a line with like, you know, we're, we're doing this thing to improve lower body strength. So we're, we're just going to say we're doing squats to train lower body strength. So that's like the intent of why we're doing it. But there's also this big intent of like, of attacking your training session. And I think that's what needs to be more on the focus of just sitting there and, and, and convincing yourself that you're willing to suffer more than the other person. Uh, my perspective, this is how I view it right now. And uh, take from that what you want, apply it to your life, however. Um, and, you know, hopefully you can take something away from that. Uh, the second tip today is going to be sub-max riding, sub-maximal speed riding uh, to increase your speed. So, you know, last episode, I kind of really drove on the point of like, hey, if you're going to do speed work, you know, really make sure it is actually speed work. Um, focus on getting faster as a racer. But I also, you know, made mention that not all of your work should be built around sprints and speed work. So majority of the time, I think a lot of racers need to be able to take like a step back to go two steps forward. So actually slowing down, breaking down your riding. Um, this is a lot of what, you know, um, my, uh, I guess we'll see partners, um, driven MX, what they do here in Ohio. And when they get out of North Carolina in the winter, they do a ton of technique work where they actually slow the riders down to make sure their technique is right. And their form and their form is right. So like mentally and, and positioning on their bod and from a mental standpoint and a positioning on their, um, from their body is where it needs to be before they even go fast. And, you know, a lot of good pros do this and, you know, you don't have to go, you know, 
95 to 100 percent sprints all the time um, we do this in 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 physical training as well like we do sub maximal work to inc improve your your 100 percent game so again i'm not a riding coach but i understand um, a lot of the sport preparation side of things so that's my take as well so i think when you know you want to have these realizations when you go to the track is hey am i working on speed like i'm actually going to work on my maximal outputs and we're going to do sprint work great do that but then also be willing to dial that back majority of the time and really hone in on technique and riding even if that means dropping your speed off a little bit because um, when you do go back to going fast when you've drilled your technique it'll be easier to go fast as well. So they both work hand in hand. And, um, you know, after the last episode, I just didn't want to give the impression that um, you should just go to the track and just sprint all the time. So hopefully you didn't miss over that. And really just remember, like, submaximal work will go a long way on race day. Uh, the last performance tip today we're going to touch on is approach your preparation like the top 1%. So when I think of the top 1%, those are, these are the people like the Ricky Carmichael's, the Jeremy McGrath, um, Eli Tomac, Chase Sexton, Jet Lawrence. <clears throat> so, you know, not that I sit here and totally agree with um, 100% the way, like, I see how the sport kind of works. And, you know, like, there's things I could sit here and be like, oh, they can improve this, this, or that, or don't always watch the pros. They're not always doing the right things. But what they do have, um, what they are really good at is the preparation. And at least how they approach it. Um, you know, they have coaches. They have some sort of structured routine. You know, whether they're coaches or trainers or their routine, if it's any good, I don't really know. Um you know, whether, whether we can say it's good or not, they have one. Um, they don't usually just do whatever they feel like. They have people around them to keep them accountable, to keep them in check, um, because they don't want to guess their way to the top. So hopefully in their team, whether these people are good, average, or are really bad at their job, you know, hopefully they're there for a reason. And, you know, the racer can trust in them, like saying, hey, um, how do I look on the track? Should I do another moto? Should I do less? Should I do more? What kind of workout should I do? What should I eat? Should I be on a special diet or should I just eat whatever? Um, so it's really more of like, not that what they're doing may always be a hundred percent on point. Um, you know, but I think their approach to it is, is what we can learn on. Um, especially as, if you're a young up and coming racer, if you're an A class racer who wants to maybe make that next step to pro, if you are a pro and maybe you're a privateer and you're trying to break yourself into that top 10, like, you know, the top guys that, you know, you want to hopefully become one day, like, you better just start doing, at least approaching the sport the way they do. And I think. Where I'm coming from is there's a lot of racers and there's a lot of very good racers um, that just like to do things on their own. They're on their, their own time. Um, they just kind of want to do whatever they feel like. They show up to the track and maybe they just like, they don't really have a plan. They just kind of do whatever. Um, you know, they want to do their gym workouts on their own time. 
They want to do what they want. And honestly, like in any sport, that just doesn't cut it. It really doesn't. Um, it's That's a very amateur hour. Um, no other sport's really like that. Um, you know, and, and most people, like, will maybe will say I have the argument, like, well, it's, you know, it's an individual sport. It's, it's a motor sport. It's an action sport. But, you know, the more sports are evolving, the more we can see around that. Um, with having, like, a very flexible approach to your preparation – no matter what it is that you do, um, that flexibility just isn't going to cut it. You need to have some structure, some routine. You need to have people around you that are going to help guide you, like help take some mental pressure off you. But you're just going to be able to like show up and just be the athlete. So whether that's at the track, whether that's in the gym, like you're like these top athletes have structure, and it's structured for a reason. And if you are not on, like if you don't have that mindset. Um, you're going to have a hard, hard time progressing, you know, every level you keep coming up through the ranks. So, um, those are my three tips today. Uh, hopefully at least one of them can positively impact your racing career. Hopefully that, you know, these things can help make you become a, a better racer, um, within your preparation, especially your physical preparation. And hopefully if anything, at least you become more educated, Um, after listening to some of these episodes and these performance tips episodes. So until next time, keep training, keep riding, keep enjoying the sport, and uh, see you in the next episode. Bye.